Welcome to this episode of BPB Knows. Today, BPB Knows opportunities for real estate developers and operators that are found in the Inflation Reduction Act. Our expert is Kevin McNally, an associate director in our tax service practice and an advisor to real estate investors. Kevin, tell us who really benefits from these opportunities that are in the Inflation Reduction Act. The Inflation Reduction Act expands already existing law and it really benefits operators and developers of both commercial and residential property. You'll see that operators of commercial property can benefit from an immediate deduction on expenditures that bring a building up to energy efficiency. Um, This is known as Section 179D, Energy Efficiency Property Deduction. Normally, um, it existed previously, but the threshold standard has been reduced under the new law. So whereas in the past you had to meet a 50% energy efficiency threshold, it's now just a mere 25%. Additionally, these operators of commercial buildings can take a larger deduction for the expenditures that they are incurring to improve the commercial building. They now can take up to a $5 per square foot deduction. Previously, this was only $1.80 per square foot. So you can really see the, the difference in the immediate available deduction. Under the old law, you could only take this deduction once in a lifetime. However, the new law now allows you to take it on a rolling basis, meaning that you can claim the maximum deduction every three years. Similarly, developers of residential property can benefit from Section 45L a credit for energy efficient buildings. Like 179D, it previously existed, but the new administration has really expanded the benefits that are available for these developers and contractors of energy efficient buildings. The new max credit is about 2,000, well, the new max credit is 5,000 per single family home. That's increased from 2,000 originally. Additionally, the old law didn't really permit this to occur for multifamily buildings that were over a certain number of floors. The new law, the new law now allows that. So what's the, what was the thinking behind this? Why were these numbers made so much more favorable? The administration really has sort of a, a goal to incentivize developers to make residential properties that limit the use of, of electricity. I mean, really what you're seeing is a gear towards a development of energy efficient homes that meet certain energy star standards and zero energy homes that will help overall the administration push towards a clean clean energy act uh, is what we're seeing. And so to do that, they're incentivizing developers to make these changes, to incur these costs. Because if you're benefiting from a $5,000 credit on every unit that you produce and sell that's occupied by a person, that's a significant tax benefit for developers. Is it difficult to claim these credits? It does have its challenges to make sure that you're documenting everything correctly, but that is something we work with our clients to make sure occurs. Um, It's a pretty simple form to, to actually claim the credit, but you do have to have substantiation of your expenditures and you have to meet certain standards that the Department of Labor and the Department of Energy have set forth. And how do you stay on top of all of these rules and keep track of all the things that change? So it's very interesting. There's always a lot of chatter as to when a new law is going to be passed, what exactly is going to be passed. So it's important to sort of have Google alerts for when they were talking about the Inflation Reduction Act, what could possibly be included in it and what was actually passed very wildly. We try and make sure we're following these alerts because we can plan 
say, hey, this might be beneficial to wait to do this expenditure until after the law is passed, or you know what, this expenditure right now, if you make it, we need to get it in before this law is passed. Um, it, there's upsides and downsides to every sort of congressional act that comes through, and we need to be aware of those tax changes. I follow my alerts on Google, I follow BNA, and then when the law is finally passed, I actually read it in its entirety. So does this help a, a developer who's midway through a project, or is this only for somebody that's, that's starting a new project from the ground up? It's a prospective law. So 45L is for 2023 and forward. The old law will apply for 2022. If you start your construction in 2023, you could benefit from 45L. For 179D, there is there are rules for retrofitting older buildings, meaning that it doesn't need to be a new building with commercial with the energy efficiency. The operator can go back and actually retrofit that building to benefit from the act, the deduction. And is that a complicated process? It's like the the same process as one the original 179D. It's just a matter of looking at your expenditures, meeting the threshold that's set forth in the law, and documenting exactly the requirements that are required by the Department of Labor and by the Department of Energy. And so you, you've talked a little bit about residential buildings, but commercial buildings fall under this as well. What are what are some of the things that a commercial builder um, has to do to, to qualify? So yeah, it's very important to know that 179D only applies to commercial buildings and 45L, the credit, only applies to residential buildings. So the deduction applies to operators of commercial buildings, that allows them to immediately deduct expenses that would otherwise be capitalized as improvements to the building. That That's pretty beneficial. I mean, in some cases, it might not be exactly what the client is looking for, since there are downsides to claiming the deduction, depending on how long you want to hold and operate the commercial property. The credit really does not have a downside, because if you're building a building and you're going to make it energy efficient, you should do that. The credit is a dollar for dollar reduction in the tax you owe. It's non-refundable, and but it is it's very useful. And are you seeing a lot of activity along these lines? Are you are you talking to a lot of clients that are taking advantage or trying to figure out how to take advantage and how to time this? So we actually already had some clients who were doing this inherently in their building. They were building multifamily apartments and they were making them energy efficient because they were going to sell them out, right, to to people who are really looking for that certification. I think buyers nowadays, when they're buying new construction, want to know that they're going to be able to maintain the, their light bills. And so by building an energy efficient home, you're finding that that was already occurring, but now they're going to ramp up that production. It, it really just, it's something that was in the works for a lot of builders and the ones who weren't doing it are now going to consider it. That's great. Well, it sounds like with many of the things that we talk about on this podcast, it can be complicated. There's things that you need to know, and it always goes more smoothly if you have a talented, smart advisor who's on top of everything and knows how to take advantage of this for you. So thank you, Kevin, for explaining all of this to us and to our listeners. Thank you for being part and listening to our podcast. As always, if you have other topics that you'd like us to cover or if you have any questions for any of our speakers, please don't hesitate to email us at bpbnose at bpbcpa.com. We will see you next time.